Cue fake podcast music. Hello and welcome to Michigan and Other Mayhem, the show about Michigan, murder, mysteries, histories, and other random mayhem from around the world. Your hosts are Allie and Jen. Okay, so what you doing? I'm doing Allie Berger. She is she like A L I Allie? A L L Y. How one of those Allies? Yep, not like you. Fine, you're special. Yes. Uh, went for a run like she normally does, a daily run, and was shot in the back. Cold case. Dun, dun, Michigan. Dun. Of course. Michigan. So I have a subject that was brought up by, I'm not sure if he's a listener, but I know he follows our blog posts. I hope I say his name right. I don't know if I have like the right, um, you know, you're supposed to do like, uh, not pronunciation, but... Oh, heck. Anyways, I think his name is Shiro, S-H-I-R-O. And he suggested um, people who killed in self-defense. So I have about three stories about people who killed in self-defense. Okay. My story is from Val, one of our listeners. Oh, yeah, Val. Val's the one that suggested Robert Miles, which we did, but I don't think it's come out yet. She did another one, the Flint Stabber, which I'll try. You want to go first? No, Molly, you go first. Okay. So, the first person who was killed that I have out of the three, Javier Trent. It does take place in Michigan. So, in Trent, Michigan? Um, no, actually, that's his last name. It takes place I in know, I was just... Newport, Michigan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've been there many times. Yeah. So, December 17th, 2018, on a website called Let Go, is the, it's letgo.com, two men connected to sell slash buy an Xbox gaming system. And Javier... Antonio Trent, who was 29 years old at the time, wanted to buy an Xbox for $350. And Javier Javier lived in a trailer park in Newport, Michigan. And now, just so you know, for a lot of these, I don't have the person that killed the name of the person that killed them because if you're not charged with the crime, they don't have to release your name. Okay. Okay. So the unidentified the unidentified man, we're going to call him Bob. Bob. Yep. So Bob's only 21, and he made a deal with Javier and drove from. Dearborn Heights to Newport to drop off the gaming council. So he has the council. And Bob's real, yes, I wrote, Bob's real name was not released as he was not charged with the crime. Okay. Uh, but Bob did bring his 19-year-old girlf- girlfriend with him, but she never left the car. His girlfriend was from, from Livonia. I don't know if anybody wants to know that. I didn't write <laughs> So Javier had an envelope marked with the cash amount for the exchange, but the only thing inside the envelope were scraps of paper. So oh, Javier was attempting to rob Bob. Okay. okay. So the articles I read don't talk about how the situation escalated, just that it did. And so Javier pulled a gun on Bob and began to pistol whip him, hitting him in the head repeatedly with the gun. But it ends up, it's not actually a real gun, it's a BB gun, which is why I think that once he pulled the gun on him and, you know, you, you can't shoot him, you're just going to have to beat him with it. It's a yeah. BB gun, <laughs> you know? So as the two men began to struggle with each other, Bob used one arm to hold off Javier and while pulling a knife from his pocket. Now, in the articles, they talked about Bob used his mouth to open up the knife. I'm going to have to guess it's one of those folding knives. Yeah. And he began to stab Javier several times in the torso. So he's beating him, and with one hand, he's trying to protect his head, and with another hand, he's stabbing him in the torso. Uh, Javier did take a few steps back from Bob and then collapsed. And Bob stayed on the scene and dialed 911 to get medical assistance to Javier. And when police arrived, Bob was just like, jacked up emotionally he was emotionally upset because he intended to sell a an xbox and and ends up kills kills a man 
Yeah, and he's trying to save his life. Right? Yeah, and Bob was um, seen at the hospital because he did have head wounds from being hit in the head with a BB gun. And um, he did get some medical assistance, and he's not being charged. The police believe that he really was acting in self-defense. Wow. That's yeah. why I don't use those sites. I know. I just I give it away need, to somebody I we know. We need the safe hookup. Remember we talked about that? There's like safe internet meeting places outside There's cop stations. There's nothing safe. True. Okay. Well, people do get killed at police stations too. Yeah, so yeah. not safe. Yeah. The okay. second one, the second guy killed while someone was defending their own life was Michael Barrett. So in Durham, New Hampshire, there was another death that was determined to be self-defense. Michael Barrett, who was age 22... And an identified, and there's going to be some drug use in this, and an unidentified friend went to Bailey Manning's house. Now, Bailey is a guy. Okay. Bailey is a name that can go either way. That's why I feel like I need to tell you. Bailey was also 22 years old, and they had reconnected like two weeks earlier after um, they'd known each other as kids. They played baseball together, and they just saw each other again as adults. Okay. So on March 11, 2017, Bailey had been contacted by Michael asking to buy two ounces of cocaine. So Michael and a mystery friend, because they don't get the names of everybody yet, showed up at Bailey's house and they did some coke. Then shit just started going downhill. So what happened next was agreed on by people who were at the scene, but um, didn't have time to talk to each other before the police arrived. Because at one point in the middle, the, the cops are called. Actually, when okay. things start jumping off, and by the time the cops arrive, it literally had just happened and nobody even has time to, to work their stories out. Right? All right. And there's, so they, they, everybody tells the same story and the evidence, the blood evidence and physical evidence all match. This is what they believe happened. Oh, to be open. Bailey had an agreement with the police that he would willingly speak to them as long as they didn't charge him criminally for his drug use. So he's like, I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you everything that happened, but please don't charge me with about the drugs. So then he began to admit, yes, I was doing coke with him. Yes, I was selling him coke. So Michael was found, the dead guy, Michael was found later to have ecstasy, marijuana, alcohol, and cocaine in his system. Holy shit. Yeah, so he was feeling either too good or, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he began to accuse Bailey and another person of trying to rob him. So I'm thinking coke paranoia, right? So his Is body. That a real thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really is. You get paranoid when you're on. Too much coke will make you scared. Oh, okay. So his body was found with $817 in his wallet. So most likely it is coke paranoia. Nobody's trying to rob him. His wallet's still in his pocket. It has all his money. Mm -hmm. They said that he also had a high level of cocaine in his blood and that it was consistent with um, recent use. So he snorts a whole bunch of cocaine and just loses his stuff. Michael ran into the bathroom, pulls the vanity off the wall, and smashes the mirror and starts to cuss and threaten um, the lives of Bailey and another guy that's there at the house. And at that point, someone calls 911. Like, nobody even has to get hurt. They're like, this is enough. He just ripped the vanity off yeah. the wall, right? Like, run for your life. Yeah, they're like, we don't know how. We don't need to know how much farther this goes. Far. <laughs> so Bailey runs to get a knife, saying that Michael was trying to attack him with both the broken glass and, at one point, a lamp. Okay. Yeah. So Bailey said that Michael tried to put him in a bear hug, like a, you know, with his arms around him, with glass in each hand. So Bailey stabs Michael in the back because he does grab him. So Michael stabs um, Bailey, I'm sorry, Bailey stabs Michael in the back, stabs him in his left thigh, and then stabs him like inside his lower right leg. So I'm assuming maybe they're falling or something and he's just stabbing anywhere he can. Mm -hmm. Because Michael also had some superficial wounds um but maybe he's from when he scratched himself or pulled the vanity off the wall he might have hurt himself yeah 
So according to the medical examiner, the wound in his back, because he was only stabbed like the three times, punctured his left lung, and that was the killing blow. His lung collapsed and he died. The t so this is so the guy bear hugs him. He stabs him, stabs him. The, they both fall to the floor. Michael rolls off Bailey because he landed on top of Bailey. Mm -hmm. Bailey's stabbing him from the back. He rolls off of him, like literally like rolls, runs up against the door and just stays there. And that's where the police find him. So they figure he must have died within a minute or two of being stabbed. So Michael Barrett's father, Ken Barrett, doesn't believe that's what happened. He uh, disagrees with the results of the investigation. He believes his son was defending himself while being robbed. And Ken is also upset that um, Bailey Manning was not charged for any of his drug-related crimes. Ken kept saying, he's a drug, you know, pusher. He's a drug seller. He's this. It's like, your son did a lot of coke. Yeah. Ripped stuff off the wall. Was threatening people. Started going at people with jagged pieces of glass in order to cut them. Was trying to swing a lamp around. I love my daughter, but I would like to think that if she did something like that, I would at least acknowledge that she lost her mind. Obviously, he's not in his right mind. I mean... I'm going to beat you up, so I'm going to go rip the vanity off the wall. Yeah. And then grab two pieces of glass yeah. like I'm some type of knife fighter. Uh, so the next one I think is the most interesting one. That's the one where I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> So the guy that dies, his name is Neil Falls. And it's the Neil that's N-E-A-L. Okay. Okay. So July of 2015 in Charleston, West Virginia, a woman that we'll call Heather, because remember, <laughs> we don't yep. know their name, accepted a request from a man from her online ad. Now, Heather was an escort, and she had been contacted through this online resource called Backpages. Mm -hmm. Now, the funny thing is, Backpage.com, the funny thing about Backpage.com is, I know somebody who tried to meet up with a woman from Backpage.com who was prostituting herself. And he ends up getting, like, basically locked in the bedroom and robbed. They robbed him. He had, like, a thing of change in his car. They had a couple hundred dollars. They stole, they stole his change, whatever, in his wallet. And he was just in the bedroom in his underwear, basically. <laughs> and we kept saying, like, don't do this. Yes, this is how stay I away. Yeah. So more than one person's made a mistake through okay. Backpage. I just want the listeners but, to know. But he lived through it. He did live there through it. Go. I mean, he came out poor, but he was alive. Yeah. The man, Neil Falls, who was 45 year old, years old at the time, arrived at her home. And literally, as soon as he walked in, he points a gun at Heather and, and says, live or die. She's like, what? He begins to choke Heather, and he's starting to, like, pull up her clothes to rape her, too. Heather manages to grab a rake. Now, I don't know why she has a rake just chilling yeah. in the house. I'm going to the living room, because most doors open to the living room. But she starts to fight him with the rake. She's, like, hitting him with the rake. He puts the gun down. To try to grab her rake weapon that she's using. And she sees that he set the gun down. So she immediately grabs the gun. And without even like really looking. Starts to fire in his general direction. Kills him. So Heather quickly dials 911 and starts saying. He pulled a gun on me. He's trying to kill me. And later Heather told the news outlets. That he said he, he said to her. You know I'm going to do whatever I want to you. I'm going to be going to prison for a long time. So she's like what? She feels like he had done other things previously. Like this yeah. wasn't his first time doing this. Sure enough, when the authorities arrived at Heather's house, they found a kill kit in Neil's car. And the kill kit contained four sets of handcuffs, bulletproof vests, knives, an axe, a machete, Jesus a large Christ. container of bleach, and a high number of trash bags. Yeah. <laughs> this revelation has caused the FBI to start exploring the fact that Neil may be a serial killer. Wow. Yes. 
Neil lived in Las Vegas in 2005, and that year four female escorts disappeared from the city. Their bodies were later found dismembered in Illinois. So the one thing I couldn't find is what he told this one lady that he was a security guard and stuff like that. But what was he? Now, What? why would you think he would go from Las Vegas to Illinois, which are thousands of miles yeah. apart? I could not find that. That kind of stuff just irritates me. He left because he killed four people and he needed to go far away and drop their bodies. Well... One of the women, oh, okay, so all the four females that disappeared mm-hmm. in Las Vegas were all escorts as well, and their bodies were found in Illinois, and one of the women, Lindsay M. Harris, disappeared from Las Vegas in May of 2005, and her legs were found in Springfield, Illinois, three weeks later. Hmm. So I thought, like, was he a trucker? And he's moving around yeah. the country? But I could not find, all I could find is one of his landladies said that he told her that he was a security guard and that he had a lot of knives and guns in his apartment. So, Neil was found with a list of 10 women, but authorities checked and they are alive. Each woman was an escort. So, I didn't know if that was his go-to list, yeah, like next. Yeah. yeah. Next. He had their ages and their phone numbers listed next to their names. Holy shit. Yes. All of the women did advertise online, but none of them recall having any contact with Neil. Hmm. Yeah, because he hadn't got to them yet. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. But I was like, yeah, I guess they're checking around. But where did they live? They lived in the area that Heather lived in. So they all lived in the same area. Yeah. So I was just like, what? Hmm. Yeah, and some of these, this is one of the ones that were just so hard to find info on. So hard. I know now if I go on a date, I'm going to be like, open your trunk. Yeah. Step back. Open your trunk. You got to make sure they can't hit you in the back of the head when the trunk yep. opens. Let me see. <laughs> yep. Let me take a look. Holy moly. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm talking about the murder of Allie Bruger. How do you say B-R-U-E-G-E-R. Okay. Bruger of Holly, Michigan. Okay. And I looked it up a little a little bit ago, then I thought about it, because this is really close to the lake house. I'm always taking my morning walks. Oh, yeah. About a half mile, and I'm thinking, holy moly. You're going to start doing new pass or change your time? Heck yeah. You should. Or I'm going to just run really, really fast. Right? Well, how fast did she run? <laughs> she probably ran really fast because she did it every day. Yeah. I only do it in the summers. <laughs> Allie was 31 years old when she was murdered on July 31st, 2016. Okay. Wow, that's kind of recent. Yeah. Yeah. Allie is described as a caring, friendly person. She was a nurse and going to school to get her master's in writing. She also really liked to run, and she ran daily in her neighborhood. She lived with her parents in just in Rose, I think it was inside Rose Township, Holly, Michigan. Okay. In the afternoon of the 31st, Allie went for her usual run on Fish Lake Road. During her run, she was shot once in the Fish back. Fish Lake Road? Yeah. That's my Crazy, right? Yeah. Like, totally crazy. Yeah. It's getting closer. Yes. Yeah. During her run, she was shot once in the back. She was uh, declared dead on arrival at the hospital. Dang. I believe it was four total shots. I read a couple articles. Some said five. Some said four. But more said four shots were shot at the scene so one hit her okay so not exactly a marksman yeah okay so only one hit her she died because the bullet hit her back and and hit her blood vessel oh she just bled out yeah there were no witnesses to it 
Of course. Yeah, because it's all wooded mm-hmm. back roads. The person who found her only heard the gunshots. She actually fell in his yard. He had heard the gunshots, came out, and seen her laying there and called 911. No way. People in the neighborhood had seen um, an out-of-place white Suburban. So that's all you got. Okay. No witnesses. Like Suburbans are kind of big in that area, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not an uncommon car. The only evidence was tire tracks and then the shawl casings from the shotgun. So you got nothing. Yeah. After Allie's murder, there were two other cases of runners being killed, one in New York and one in Princeton, Massachusetts. And they thought, oh, there's a traveling serial killer that's killing women runners. Right. But that was found to be false. They found the two people that murdered them. Okay. In New York and Massachusetts. Okay. So not connected. The police thought it could be someone she knew. A straight assassination. Just someone's like, I want to kill somebody yeah. today. Click, click. Yeah. Or she was a victim of road rage. Which I find like... Oh, like, okay. Now, I once owned a lake house that is now yours. Have you ever tried to drive there and there were 18 people riding their bike and you can't go around them and so you got to... Yeah, but I, I, I guess I looked at it this way. Like, yeah. well... Who carries a shotgun in their car? Now, that's a great point. You know, so... The, or maybe it's like, she's been in my way the last four mornings. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Could be. That's... Yeah. But yes, I have been uh, subjected to the bikers on the road. Yeah. And I so didn't I know they did it, but I was like, it would be so much better if I could do the speed limit, which was, I think it's 50 there. If I could do 50, it would be way better than doing 27. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, it's hilly, so... Yes. You can't really get around them. You're just stuck. I know. And then inevitably you're like, oh my God, I think I can clear them. And then another car starts coming around the corner. You're like, I guess. Well, and then I was thinking, if the police think it's road rage, there must be a lot of road rage out there. Well, I mean, what would make you go, and this is road rage. It's Fish Lake Road is not a main road. That's true. It's right off the main road. That's true. You know, so it's not like... I wouldn't think it was well-traveled. I'm with you I mean, on that. I, like, I was thinking more Hickory Ridge. You yeah, know? like when uh, I looked at it on the map, I'm like, I, why uh, would you even go on that road? Because you would want just to go up Hickory to the next main road and hang a right or a left. What, why would well, you? I use Fish Lake Road sometimes to get between my daughter's grandparents that are not mine and my, my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you better be careful. Well, now I'm not anymore. Yeah, you should avoid that road. What if they start shooting at other drivers? But I 100% want you to know I think it's somebody that she knows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She had a recent breakup with her boyfriend. He claimed they broke up because she wanted to get married right away. He wanted to wait until he was done with school, so they broke up. Over that, his parents disagree and say that... they broke up because it was found that her boyfriend was on a dating site. Oh, so, well, I immediately don't trust him because yeah. he's a liar, liar, and his pants are on fire. Yeah. <laughs> the police ruled out the parents, but not the ex-boyfriend. He took two polygraphs and was found to be untruthful on one of the polygraphs. So he passed one, failed one. They were also unable to verify his alibi. He claimed it was the parents who killed her. 
specifically the father. So he, from the get... So, so the ex-boyfriend's like, we broke up because she wanted to get married. And her parents are like, no, because he was effing around. And he's like, anyway, you need to look at the dad. Yeah, you need to look at the dad. <laughs> uh, you know that that area, that whole entire area is uh-huh. woody. Oh, yeah. And I'm all... When I do my walks, I always see tons of deer. Oh, yeah. So... Technically, maybe uh-huh. there was somebody in the woods shooting animals. Uh-huh. It hit her on accident. Could be. It could be. Okay, I'm going to give her a maybe. The only reason that I'll just get past that yeah. on right now is because you don't know. I could not figure out where are the shell casings. So they found four, but where did they find those four? Like, I couldn't find that anywhere. Well, I'm thinking, because did somebody lean out the window? Because don't they eject to the right? Don't gun casings eject to the right? Absolutely no idea. Okay, I'm pretty sure they do. And I think that if you're shooting and it's ejecting to the right, you'd either have, if it's on the ground, because that's what they'd have to find them, right? With the the person was in the passenger seat? Because if you're in the driver's seat, it would well, just it be, eject, it'd be ejecting you into the car, right? Because, oh, maybe it would fling back. I don't know. But I was thinking, oh, somebody could have been well, in the Well, they shot her in the back, so they'd have to be coming up from behind her. Yeah. So mm. they could be in the woods shooting an animal. Maybe. I mean, I don't know how far a shotgun goes. But where are the shells? So if the shells were up by the road, then Well, no. it's a tire track, so I was assuming it was by the road? Yeah, and I had a thing about the tire tracks. So there's tire tracks. Okay, what's up with the tire tracks? Well, there's a lot of tire tracks. Yeah. That's true. How do you, how do you know that those tire tracks went with maybe there was some situation and i thought it was interesting that the cop said you know she was running from her killer wait okay but she was running anyways no wait that bothers me yeah well one she's jogging that's part of jogging is to move yeah so how do you know how can you determine somebody was running away from a killer while they went out for a run. Like, yeah, I didn't that understand. bothers me too because you said there's no witnesses. For all you know, she could just be her regular running. Yeah, that was her, yeah. Oh, man. So I just didn't understand why they said that. Yeah. Like, she was running. So it's going to, I mean, if you can tell that somebody was running from their killer. Yeah. Well, she was running anyways. So I guess it would depend on where those shell casings were. If they found them off the road... You know, you would think that it could be possible that it was somebody in the woods, you know, shooting a deer. I mean, I... I would not ever... No. Fuck that. Deer are brown. Deer don't look like women. That doesn't mean that you can't go and shoot your gun and... Right? But... And it... I mean, people... Well, how did they determine there was four shots? Oh, the man heard them. No, and they had the shell case. Plus, you said the man heard the shots, though, right? Yeah. So, you probably heard the four shots. Yeah. Well, that just tells me, if that is a hunter... One, you're blind as shit. That's a human being. That's not a deer. And she's not in the woods, so it's not like your sight is, you know, black. But you're in the woods. I'm just saying it's still possible. Fuck that. Second of all. (laughs) Second of all. You're a shitty ass hunter if you have to shoot at her four damn times before you finally hit her in the back. So it's not like she's a target that's weaving and bobbing, you know, jumping over logs and ducking under branches. Shit. So I also found that it was interesting the fact that the ex the ex boyfriend was on Reddit and WebSleuths.com. You know what Reddit is, yep. right? But do you know how what WebSleuths is? I don't know what WebSleuths is. Oh, I can't believe you're not on WebSleuths. What? So WebSleuths is a website. You if you're not gonna contribute and make comments, you can go on WebSleuths, look up a murder, okay, and see like a thread like Reddit. Okay. 
it has an application process if you want to post. Wow. So if you want to participate, you go through an application process, you get a, you know, a fake name, like oh, a user wow. ID, and then you can comment and contribute. So is the boyfriend on there as like a contributor? Yeah. He's on there as a contributor. And he, on these two sites, are pushing the fact that the parents did it. Why does he think the parents did it, specifically the dad? Um, I don't... I know that he said that he was an angry person. I'm an angry person. I don't shoot people. It was on... <laughs> it was on... Um, he mentioned some stuff on the True uh, True Crime Daily okay. episode. But that they they had a rough relationship and whatnot so he did it and so now he told us I, I just think it's <laughs> come on the person that's sitting there going if you know i killed my brother and i say oh i didn't do it but ally did ally killed ally killed my brother uh-huh. you you think i did it ally you, killed my, oh yeah. ally passed the lie detector because his her father did yeah completely cleared and they don't say anything about her dad owning any guns. He does. The boyfriend does? He owns a shotgun. He is so freaking guilty. What is wrong? Yeah. So, but sitting there and constantly pointing at the parents, oh, at yeah. a specific person, I just feel like you have some, you're involved in some, some way. That's deflection. I would yeah. be like, well, maybe, you know, I, I would be trying, if I didn't kill my brother, I'd be trying to find other people. You know what I mean? If I wouldn't just focus on you. Why would I just focus on you? I'm going to focus on other people. But uh-huh. he really put some effort in all the way up to, so this happened in 2016. Yeah. He was still known to be on these sites in 2018, pushing that it was father. Do people come out on the sites? I wonder, like, aren't you the boyfriend? Everybody thinks did it. <laughs> well, I know that on WebSleuths, you don't use your real name. Oh, that's right. So they won't know. Well, you'll just have to look for a pattern of a guy who keeps saying yeah, that yeah. in, this, in this murder. Yeah. So I make I it makes him look guilty. So it even does. if he's not guilty, it makes you look guilty. So you should stop. Yes. Oh, I remember the word I couldn't think of earlier. When I was worried about mispronouncing Shiro's name, mm-hmm. I think I might not be rolling the R. The word I was talking about was emphasis. You know, you have to put oh, the right yeah. emphasis on the right parts. I finally just occurred to me. Sorry. I'm like, oh, what's that word? Oh, forget it. <laughs> so since there was there was no sexual assault, she wasn't robbed. Yeah. So to me, that's ultimately always... it's somebody that she knew. Or yeah. another thing that I thought about was maybe she had a stalker All and right. didn't tell anybody. Oh, right. You know, or didn't even know she. Had a crazy stalker. True. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, somebody that specifically knew her killed her. That wasn't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's more random, easier people to kill. I don't know. I'm making shit up now because I hate that it's unsolved. (laughs) In my mind, somebody has to be responsible. That's how I feel. (laughs) Unsolved. Yeah, I feel that's kind of like how the guy, Michael Barrett, that was killed in self-defense, that got a little too kokai. Mm-hmm. I feel like his dad feels like my son died. Somebody needs to pay for it because he's having a hard time acknowledging that his son died because of his own actions. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's... I think you're right. I think that's normal. I think it's hard that if your kid does something stupid and causes them harm, I think sometimes it's hard to admit that they're just... They made a stupid choice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you've been listening to Michigan and Other Mayhem with Allie. And Jen. Connect with us at michiganandothermayhem.com to join the conversation, listen to the podcast, 
Access show notes, find site links, correct us when necessary. Rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, and YouTube. Bye-bye now.